Joining me now is Michigan Democratic State Representative Karen Whitsett. It is an honor to have you on with me, and I want to welcome you for the first time to the C.L. Bryan Show. Thank you for being there. Oh, thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. This is such an honor. I just want you to know that my heart is with Louisiana. Um, I was a union organizer there back in the day. And I love me from Louisiana. Well, I'm really glad to have you on, and thank you so much. Our state certainly needs your prayers. Karen, you have a similar situation brewing there in Michigan, but you also have people who are protesting the shelter-in-place uh, idea of um, the governors uh, that, that around the country. Tell us, how are your constituents reacting to this suddenness of lifestyle change? The shelter in place, um, let me just kind of put this in a bit of a context for you. The shelter in place itself is not an issue because the shelter in place is fine when people are able to shelter in place. So in the northern part of the state, people are able to do that and do that with no problem because they can afford to do that. But when you're sheltering in place and you do not have the means in which to shelter in place, that's a problem. Yes. If you do not have food to shelter in place for over a week, if you do not have means to shelter in place because you do not have running water, you do not have a refrigerator, you do not have a means for your children to be able to do their homework because they do not have a laptop or an eye tablet or anything else to be able to do their homework on. If you have domestic violence that's going on in the home, if you have a whole host of other things that are going on within that home, shelter in place is a huge problem. That becomes a prison. Karen, are you saying that we are not really seeing the true picture of pain that is going on in some circumstances? And, of course, we're citing Michigan here that you are seeing. Is that a part of the news cycle that is missing then? Talk to us. Oh, it's very much so missing. I'm, and I'm, I'm extremely disappointed because these are things that were not addressed. Let me just say, now, my governor, Gre- Governor Gretchen Whitmer, she had an opportunity to even stop water shutoffs. Back in February, she said, and I, I'm paraphrasing right now because I don't have the exact quote in front of me. She said that there were no statistics to support not shutting water off. Wow. Wow. And she now, that's a powerful statement right there. There were no statistics to support not shutting water off. Wow. And here we are now in this pandemic. Well, not only where we have to deal with water shut off, we have people who, especially our seniors, who their pipes are not connected from their home to the alley. So they still don't have water running into their home. We still have the water crisis in Flint. That still has not gone away. That is absolutely amazing. I have a young friend uh, of mine there in Flint, uh, who was very much involved with that water crisis. And uh, I, I, I thought, since we weren't hearing about it anymore, that it had gotten better. So that Oh, is- no, it has not gotten better. It has not gone away. And, you know, one thing I can honestly say, I am a Democrat, but I'm telling you, the party has failed me and it's failed the black people. Thank you for saying that. It is that. failing. It is failing us. And they expect us just to blindly vote them and to support them and i'm trying to educate the people in my community do not sit back and blindly support somebody because they say that they are a democrat 
We deserve better. And we deserve people who care and respect us. And right now, that's not what we're getting. I'm getting assaulted by my own Democratic Party. Wow. They're coming after me gunning. They've already put somebody in my race. Wow. Michelle, we want to hook her up with Dr. Linda Lee Tarver, our good friend, and uh, several of our uh, connections there in Michigan. And I want you to know this. I'm saying this to the entire country uh, around the globe. And um, and that if you want to become a part of uh, our movement, Black Voices for Trump, uh, I would certainly welcome you in. But we'll we'll talk about that offline. I'll get to uh, I mean, and, you know, at this point, um, I haven't left the Democratic Party. The Democratic Party has left me. Yeah. Yeah, I understand. I was a Democrat. I'm the former president of the NAACP, Garland, Texas, over 30 years ago. I was a true believer. And, um, of course, the film that I made, Runaway Slave, is all about leaving that. Long before there was Walk Away or Blexit, uh, there was Runaway. There was Runaway Slave. That's me. And so uh, I certainly uh, look forward to... Uh, I look forward to having further conversations with you. I honestly do. And, you know, for your listeners, I I applaud them to be open minded and to hear what I have to say, um, being on the Democratic side, you know, because I honestly did not know that saying thank you had a political line. I didn't know it chose a party. I thought thank you was just a polite thing to do. Wow. Wow. And so when you articulate something that is absolutely Karen, I have about two minutes left in this segment. I want you to stay with me through the break, uh, though, if you can, because uh, that that opens up uh, an avenue to further conversation, uh, especially when we talk about how you find yourself now under attack by very well the same people who may have voted for you uh, to... Oh, absolutely. uh, Yeah, I want to talk about that. That is incredibly uh, intriguing, and it is the story that we have told many of you for the last seven years, starting with our film, uh, that that is the way we were treated for the last uh, seven or eight years. We've been telling you that. And so Mm -hmm. our work is coming to fruition. My guest is Karen Winslet, who is is a representative, state representative, great state of Michigan. I'm up there often. I'm up there a lot. And I really, really love my friends in Michigan. And so we look forward to uh, talking uh, to you on the other side of the break. Stay with me, Karen. Don't go anywhere. I will. I'm CL. This is the CL Bryant Show. And my special guest is State Representative uh, Karen uh, Winsett is with me here right now. And I want to, uh, she has, uh, I want to remind all of you that we're not through this yet. Okay? Not through this yet. Karen Whitsett will uh, be back with me here after we have these brief words from uh, our, our sponsors and um, all of you traveling through Times Square, which is still pretty much a ghost town. It really is. Uh, look up above the iconic Ripley's Believe It or Not, and there you will see the Red State Talk billboard. And every hour, 24 hours a day, the C.L. Bryant show flashes there on that big billboard. One block away from where they drop the big ball in Times Square. And, hey, you know, we got to get through this thing because we have a big gathering coming up here pretty soon. And we want you to be there. An old C.L.'s face looking right back down on you from Times Square, uh, from the 
giant billboard. Thank you all for making the show as popular as it has become throughout the entire globe. And I'll be back. Don't you go anywhere with Karen Witsit, Representative, State Rep, Michigan. You thought I was worth saving So you came and changed my life You thought I was worth keeping So you cleaned me up inside You thought I was to die Red State Talk Radio is now available as a voice command on your Amazon Echo and Echo Dot by simply saying, Alexa, play Red State Talk Radio. Red State Talk Radio on TuneIn. Turn to every single American. Now, we've been hearing all these stories about sanctuary cities, sanctuary cities that... You can now find us on the Amazon Echo and Echo Dot on TuneIn, on iHeartRadio, and we also have the phone apps in the App Store for your particular phone. And just in case we activated your Echo Dot, Alexa, stop. Stand up for America. Then Americans, stand up, stand up, stand up. God bless you. God bless America. I do the best I can. Always in the heaven hand. And for the flag I CL, back with you on this great day in the USA, throughout the fruited plains of the greatest nation on the face of the planet, the uh, greatest success story the world has ever known. I know it's a great nation, and the reason I know it is is because I am the great-grandson of former slaves in this country, and uh, uh, there's nowhere else in the world that my story could be told. There's nowhere else but America that the magnitude, the, the magnitude of uh, my story could be told. And on the line with me is uh, someone who I'm really happy to have on with me. Um, she um, said thank you. <laughs> oh, friends, friends, I, I, just, I just want you to, to grasp how asinine that is. She said thank you. And um, to a president. And I want you to understand that there are people still wanting to have her pay a price for being a decent, caring, and polite human being. My guest, Karen Whitsett, is on with me. Karen uh, is state representative, great state of Michigan. What district is that, Karen? Uh, that is district. Thank you for having me again, and thank you for your audience for tuning in and listening. Um, it is District 9, which is, um, as people like to say, the southwest side of Detroit, uh, southwest side of Michigan, and it encompasses um, Dearborn and Detroit. Yeah. So um, I have a very multicultural area, predominantly African-American, and um, it's one of the poorest areas within the city of Detroit. Wow. that I represent. And if you can hear us driving right now, um, we are going to, we, we're in the process of delivering food. Glenn Beck um, actually donated and raised $480,000 in good. less than four days. And so we are in the process of delivering food right now. Um, we're going to one of our rec centers delivering food. Um we have 388,680 meals to deliver. Wow. 
bless your heart. Bless, bless your heart for doing that. And friends, let me tell you something. That is the Lord's work. Now you've raised, you have raised a hundred thousand dollars a day, a little over a hundred thousand dollars a day since you began this campaign. Karen, you know, you do know that that is yeoman's work. That really is. And uh, friends, I got to tell you this. This may be, and I'm going to try and get her to come along with me, but this may be the first Democrat I actually help uh, uh, get reelected in uh, her seat if she wants it, because I think it's wrong what's happening. And it's a message that must be exposed and told to the rest of America as to how an African-American woman, a black woman, who is a Democrat can be treated. Karen, from your perspective, from your uh, standpoint, you talk about it. Uh, you describe the angst that you're experiencing from this for us. You know, I honestly thought, um, I never thought that I would be ridiculed, made ashamed of, belittled, in which the manner that I, I am right now. Um, just from simply saying thank you to the President of the United States. He is the president of the United States of America. Oh, yeah. Um, I never thought that that was something that would happen to me just from simply saying thank you. That's how I was raised. You are kind, you are considerate, and you say thank you. And when you are invited to the White House, um, I'm sorry. I I don't know how many people have ever been invited to the White House. But when you're invited by the president of the United States, you go. It's a very rare invitation. I could, my wife was, my wife has since passed away since I got my invitation, but I couldn't go. But let me tell you something. If you get an invitation to the White House, Karen, you, you go. And so I don't care who, I don't care who the the party is that controls the White House. You're an American citizen. That's your house. You go, you go. Exactly. So, hey, I I really applaud you. So it's been, it's been rough. I mean, I'm not going to lie to you. I've had some nastiness. I've had some God awful phone calls. I've had some horrible memes with things in my mouth that I won't even describe that are out there on the internet. Wow. Um, I have been I have been belittled. I have been called every name that you can possibly imagine. Um, it's been it's been pretty horrible. And I'm sorry if you hear the door slamming. My husband's going in and out the door, car door. We're trying. They're unloading the trucks right now. Yeah, yeah, I understand um, absolutely. Ab- you get a total pass. <laughs> so I do, you get a total I pass. I apologize as we're trying to multitask and, and do this. And it's snowing here in Michigan. Go figure. Wow. Um, but it's um. It's it's just been it's been rough. It's been horrible. Um, but it doesn't stop me. It's not going to deter me because I'm gonna always do what's right. I was raised in a family where my grandfather, um, my aunt who is still living, my dad's um youngest sister, she's Republican, um, so is my uncle. I have been raised in a household that is um has always been that way within my family, that is Republican and Democrat. So I have been blessed to be able to have that where I can see both views. Wow. And I I see that as a blessing because whenever I'm trying to work on anything, that is what I do. I talk about that. I talk about um, when I'm trying to explain things and what needs to be done and how things need to be done. That's what I explain. 
why it's a need because people don't understand if you don't explain. So when I work on the other side of the aisle, that's what I pride myself on. I pride myself on that ability to be able to do that. You know, what you have just described is exactly the type of individuals that we need now leading a conversation in America as we uh, hopefully come out of this thing and then we get back into... Uh, and we need longevity after this. We definitely. need longevity in the black community. Definitely. We need long things that are going to last. And I'll be quite honest, I do believe President Trump. I believe President Trump honestly does want longevity for our community, but he only wants those things with people that he can work with to be able to make those things happen. Exactly. He's not going to have you slap him in the face and then thank you that he's going to hand you something. He, I mean, he's like anybody else that's from the hood. Would you, let, let me, you know what? You just hit the nail squarely on the head and drove it through the plank. Let me tell you something. <laughs> You're absolutely right. Karen, would you stand for this without any pushback from yourself? No, would you? I'm no, not, nobody I'm would. I have people talking about me. No, You're nobody not would. talk about me like a dog and think that I'm going to hand you something. Nobody would. And it's not. It's not about the people. Is you know, it gets to a point that your hoodness comes out. He's from the hood. Yeah, yeah, your and hood he is going to come out, and you're going to get defensive. And he's New York hood. He's New York hood. He's New York, he's New York hood. <laughs> I'm Drake hood. You talk about me. It's gonna be hard for me to put some things to the side. That's the way it works. And so, you know, you understand and this. Call it childish. Call it childish if you want. You can call it childish. I'll take that. I'm being a child, and yeah, it's going gonna, it's gonna to take a lot for me to put it to the side, and I'm going to need Jesus. But think about this. Think about this. And I want everyone to think about this. Karen, and I want you to – I have about um, four minutes left with you. Think about this. Mm -hmm. Just about five weeks ago, none of us – would have imagined that we would be having this conversation right, right. now, but we are. And, yeah. uh, and so here we are also able to see how wealthy our nation is. And you have a president mm -hmm. at the helm who does not take a salary from his right. country. Thank you. Say it again <laughs> for the people in the back. He does not take a salary. From he does his not country. take a salary. Say it again for the people in the back that didn't hear you clearly. And folks, and our governor here is talking about taking a ten percent pay cut when we had a governor who did not take a salary the first time. Right. Come on now. Right. And so I got to talk to you again because we're running out and, and, and there's much more meat on this bone that we must gnaw at here and, and get and get at it. Because this is the conversation, folks, that you must have from people who have seen both sides of the street. Full disclosure. Yes. Karen and yes. I have seen both sides of this street. And all we're trying to do is tell you that this side that I'm walking on right now and the one I have a feeling she's soon going to be walking on it's better. It's better. And so that's all we're saying. And so you make up your own minds. And uh, but Karen, God bless you. Uh, God, keep God bless you. you. Is God my, bless your uh, listeners, you know, for even taking the time out to want to hear what I have to say. Uh, you know, I am I do not take that lightly and I don't take it for granted. And it means a lot that they would even care what I have to say. Continue to fight the good fight. I know that you will, Karen Witsit, because you are fighting the good fight. And thank you again for being and on with me. And can I have one last question? Sure. Thing. Tell those us how to get a hold of that, you. Those listeners that are out there that are fighting that have Lyme disease, know that I hear you. Know that I'm talking to the President of the United States about our fight with tick-borne illnesses. I'm not forgetting you. God bless you. 
All the best to you. We'll talk to you real soon. God bless you. Thank you.